Welcome to the Classic Car Corner Podcast. We are glad you can join us today. Our guest this evening creates videos for the auto enthusiast and car fans alike to share in online car shows. He has interviewed owners across the country to hear their stories and knowledge regarding their cars. But first, a word from our sponsor. Today's podcast is sponsored by Springdale Automotive, the next generation in car care. Locally owned, professionally operated, whatever you drive, we service. Domestic, Euro, hybrid, electric, classics, and diesel, Springdale's classic car services include maintenance, repair, and diagnostics. The five convenient neighborhood locations, how may we be of service, Jason? And I am Jason Painter, co-hosting today's Eric Benzel, and today we welcome Luke Hostable of My Car Story. I was honored to have been invited to join Lou this past July for the story on the 1972 Plymouth Valiant scamp. And Lou, it is great to have you here this evening, and thanks for joining us. It's my pleasure. So, Lou, a uh, couple questions here. Um, what got you interested in cars? That's easy. That was uh, the Batmobile back okay. in 66. Ah, I saw, gotcha. you know, right. they came down to the tights and all the poles, and I right. went, okay. And then they saw and then the Batmobile, and I was like, okay, all right, now now we're really talking here. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, that 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 iced the deal. You know, you're the first guest who've actually, I think, said the Batmobile. Most people are like, "Well, I like watching the Dukes of Hazard and the General Lee, and then there was Herbie the Love Bug, and then." Uh, that just tells you. That just tells you how old I am. Yeah, well, there all. you go. No, I love it. That's great. <laughs> or it's the I, I got into it because I was the official flashlight holder that could never get it right. <laughs> right. There I'm raising my there hand you right go. now. I said, I'm an expert flashlight holder now. And I said, somewhere my grandfather's probably looking down and going, nah, you got some room to grow. Yeah, Eric <laughs> had to hold the flashlights for uh, holding the oh. flashlight of the engine of his grandfather's car as he was working on it. Oh, so, of my own car. Are oh, well, you kidding? Yeah, there you go. Well, that's you how, you, that's how I learned, yeah. That's right. That's right. Um, there you go. So now where did the idea of filming people and their cars and their car story come from? Um, you know, I was trying to be a responsible parent and I was looking <laughs> over my son's shoulder. He was looking at his iPod um, and he was watching YouTube and he was watching something called Mindcraft, um, which was animated Legos with Monty Python's flying circus coming out of the volume. So it mm -hmm. sounded, if you can imagine Monty <laughs> animated Legos and you're hearing, oh, look, there's a barn and a chicken over by it. And look, here comes a cow. <laughs> and I thought this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And then I looked at the amount of views that that had, and it had 1.5 million views. And uh, I said, minimize that. Show me who's who's doing these videos. And it was a guy named Stampy the Cat, and he's my inspiration. He had 1.5 million subscribers, and I thought, 1.5 million subscribers, 1.5 million views on these videos. Wow. Mm -hmm. And um, I just happened to be walking back to my office, and I would go to car shows. That was nothing new. And I'd take photographs of cars, but I never thought of videoing them. And I thought, you know, I meet someone like Jason, and he tells me something great about his car. And three months later, I'm like, is it Jeff? Is it Jason? Is it Jerry? You know, I'd forget the details. So the videoing and YouTube was a great way for me to catalog it. And um, my background's a little bit being a business owner, so I was good on the back office end of it of cataloging and making sure there was emails for people and things like that. So once I gathered the information, so that's that's really the short story, and that was about uh, about eight years ago that that started, and it's uh, moved on pretty nicely since. And, and it certainly has. As a matter of fact, uh, I know you just hit a milestone, and if you'd like to 
uh, tell our viewing or listening audience, I should say, you've got the viewing audience, I've got the listening audience. Uh, tell us exactly how many subscribers you now have there, Lou. Well, as we speak, I have 101,850. I knew that question would come, so I was ready for that answer. Uh, and in 100,000, you get uh, YouTube provides you something called their Silver YouTube Creator Award. And you got for, that. Uh, Congratulations. And we, and we got that now in hand. That so, is just uh, that, fantastic, my friend. Yeah, thank you. Oh, thank you. A, felt a, like a, absolutely. No, that, that felt is like great. a nice accomplishment. Oh, absolutely it is. So, uh, Lou, where all have you been with your stories and how long? So you said eight years you've been doing this. Is that, is that right? Yeah. Okay. So where all have you been? I know, you, I know you've traveled out to Arizona. Um, it got, uh, I've watched a lot of your videos, obviously, but I mean, you've pretty much been throughout the States, have you not? Yeah, I've been all over the, the United States. I, I haven't done anything internationally, mm -hmm. not that I wouldn't mind. Sometimes that's based on sponsors who want you to come out to a car show and gotcha. video cars for them and things like that. But, right. uh, uh, or it's just in my travels. If I know I'm mm -hmm. traveling to a location, I'll, usually make some time to, to do that. But, but yeah, pretty much uh, the East to West coast for sure. I haven't hit every state, but uh, hopefully one day I will. And uh, the great thing is there's cars in every state and there's always fun stories to tell. Yeah. Uh, now, do you consider Canada international? Well, I've definitely videoed our friends up North. Yeah. They, they, they like to spend some time in Arizona in mm -hmm. the, uh, in the January, February months. So I've met many, Many of my friends there from the great north, as well as there's a car show coming up in November called the Muscle Car and Corvette National, which is the greatest muscle car show on the planet. And they love their muscle cars up there. So uh, they'll bring a few down there and um, we have a great time. Very cool. So, Lou, besides the 1972 Plymouth Valiant scamp that... Um... You mean, you, mean the you mean the number one car I the, videoed? Yeah. The number one, that's exactly right. And yeah. I do know that it's got over 5,000 views, so thank you very much for that. Does it have that many? It Let does. It, it does. It sounds like a self-serving question there, Jason. You're right. We're at, 50, we're at, we're at 5, 2, 3, 4. Yeah, there you go. So, so nice. And you, you even called it. You're like, I think this car is going to get it. I bet you over 5,000 views. Uh, so, so. Uh, you called it, so you definitely know it. But um, are there any stories uh, that really stick out to you having done this? I mean, I, I mean, you know, I, you've met, well, you've met a lot of people. Uh, but are there any stories that are like, oh wow, this is really really cool? Well, let's 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 take just a mental perspective of what we're talking about. There are over seventeen hundred different cars on the channel that doesn't mean different people because sometimes people have multiple cars right but okay. with 1700 different cars and different videos uh, almost every video has something going on behind the scenes um, that's exciting or interesting um, let's take your car for example so when i get to, i have my son with me we went to louisville and we were actually going there for basketball but i talked to some people who I said, if you, I'm in the area and you know some car people and they introduced me to you. So when I got to your house, what was amazing was not necessarily the car, but I couldn't get over the mailbox. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. That's right. Okay. Yep, I, yep, yep. I, it, it's, it's like the Mount Rushmore of a mailbox. <laughs> right. it's this, and it lights it's up. This mound, it's this mound with, with a mailbox in the middle of it. And uh, so, so, so mentally, I had to get that in the video. So if people go to My Car Story with Lou on YouTube and punch in the word scamp or valiant, You'll actually get to see this mailbox that I'm talking about, which uh, 
uh, was uh, mountainous and mind blowing, and definitely will never uh, never be repeated. I'm sure. Well, well uh, I mean, you yourself said we take our mail seriously down here. Very right? seriously. This is, <laughs> right. this is this is this is a town that oh, they're that. not they're not kidding around. Yeah, that's the right. mighty there monolith. Yeah, right, right, exactly. So now, how about nobody's back- hitting your mailbox with a bat and knocking it off? That's no, for sure. That's right. Yeah, you won't want to hit that thing. That's for sure. They need more like a pickaxe and some dynamite. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I think he launches fireworks on the fourth off of the thing. Yeah, it's uh, all sorts of stuff. <laughs> the city appreciates him for his <laughs> yeah, infrastructure. That's great. Now, uh, Lou, how many hours a week do you dedicate to my car story? Uh, do you have a production crew, or is it the the Lou show? Quite honestly. Well, um, the the key to that, Eric, is that that I'm smart enough to know that the cars are the stars. Mm-hmm. So it's it's although it's my car story with Lou, and that's the brand. Uh, it's clearly on the selection of cars when I when I see them, and I'm fortunate enough that when I meet somebody who has a collection, you you kind of cherry pick, if you will, and I do that based on um, um, you know what I see, and I'll talk about that maybe a little bit later. But mm-hmm. to answer your question directly, I probably spend just on a daily situation, I probably spend about three to four hours just replying to comments. Oh wow! And uh, I really enjoy that. Most people I think who are on YouTube, I think are missing that element of it. They go, oh, I threw the video up. I don't need to comment to anybody and they can just like my stuff. And uh, I find it, you know, like you guys, I'm a car person. So I absolutely love chatting cars, talking cars, sending texts, learning about cars and learning all about uh, the things that I don't know, which almost every caretaker of those 1700 cars is giving me some nugget of information I've never heard before. Mm-hmm. Even, even when you think you know something about cars, they'll tell you something that you're like, wow, I never knew that. So yep. um, when I video cars, I would say it takes about probably three hours per car. And the video itself is probably about an hour and a half and then there's travel time. And then my son is my editor. That guy who was eight now is 16. So right. for the last three years, he's been editing. And the reason why he started editing is because he said, oh, my God, if my dad's doing YouTube and he doesn't even know what he's doing, I know I can, <laughs> God, I can blow him away <laughs> without, you know, with a blindfold on. So uh, he started editing videos and uh, of um, some gaming that he was playing. And then he really realized that, gee, it's easy to get 130 subscribers. It's a little more difficult to get 1300 subscribers. So uh, he's given that end of it up. But he realized that I can charge dad to edit videos and uh he runs around the best basketball shoes of any kid i've ever seen he (laughs) buys his own yeah you know i I don't buy his shoes for him he buys his own shoes and that's up to him but uh yeah he's he's got he's got some flashy shoes that's for sure well he's got to have some pride in it uh especially with getting that youtube button yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna share with you guys something that he doesn't even know uh something confidentially you can actually order a a silver certificate for your teammates, you know, like your editors or your producers or so I've actually ordered one for him. Now you guys are the, uh, you and the rest of the globe based on when this is, we'll find that out that he's going to get one of those. So uh, I will say that when the box comes in, of course it says YouTube on it, it's this black box. So you know what it is. And uh, it was really enjoyable watching his eyes as he opened up the box and this big kind of, I'll call it goofy, silly grin on his face. Uh, so he doesn't know that one's coming for him. Oh, that's um, that but, is awesome. Yeah. So you have to kind of get yours first and then they give you another secret identity code or handshake. Gotcha. And then you have to put that in and you can get another one. But he doesn't know that's coming. But I will tell you this. 
I run a couple of businesses and speaking of the younger audience, all the other businesses I run, his basketball team could care less, but all of them know that I have a hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube. They're almost like cheerleaders for mm-hmm. it. They kind of w- watch the channel and they're excited to watch it grow. And, yep. um, you know, they realize it's, 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 uh, if I can use one thing with YouTube, you have to be consistent. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people will find that, you know, they don't have the success they want and then they give it up. And I'll use my son as the example, you know, he didn't give it up from an editing standpoint. He still does all my stuff, but, um, you know, and, and although it's called YouTube, you know, unless you're a major star and people are actually coming to the channel to watch you, which is rare, it's really them tube and it's really about them. So you have to put something together that appeals to other people. Right. So if I can say one thing that I probably do pretty well because I've been to so many car shows is I can usually find something that I find interesting in somebody's uh, shows. Let's even take your car, for example. I had seen your collection. You kind of showed me photographs of it. Mm-hmm. And when I saw the Valiant, um, the reason why I picked that one out of all your other cars and, and, and adding to that, I said, do you have the original wheels for that? And then you mentioned something magical. You said, I not only have the original rims, but I also have the original hubcaps and they look pristine. Mm -hmm. And those hubcaps on a 72 scamp are almost like pie tins. You could push them in with your finger. So the fact that you had a clean, pure set uh, Mm -hmm. versus originally, uh, and the audience won't know this. Here's some more background to your car in particular. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you had Kragers on it. So it was right. kind of a day two car. And I said, no, no, how how close can we bring it all the way back to yeah. what it looked like in 72? And the reason why I say that is, you know, try to find another Valiant scamp that's not in a boneyard. And all you see is like a roof line to it because it's rusted to the ground. Right. right. Yep. And And that's what all of a sudden, you know, in that particular situation, I knew that people would remember that car that at, in the day was very common and today is non-existent. Mm-hmm. So, so that's kind of the magic I think that I bring to the table is the selection and looking at people's collections and, and, you know, and you have several really nice cars. So it's not that you don't have nice cars and there's other cars that potentially we could have done. The other thing, of course, and we'll use your video as an example is time. You know, we were coming from something and we we're traveling through Kentucky and I had to get back and, and drive back in time to, to start work the next day. So I really had time for one car and we talked a little bit uh, about how to set it up and get it prepared, you know, empty out the trunk. And do you have any brochures and you know, time period, correct brochures and things like that. So the, the video went about as seamlessly as we could. And quite honestly, we just videoed right in your neighborhood. Yep. Yep. right there and and got it done and and it looks really good and we had a lot of fun and i know the, the two rules i have to the videos are um you know number one is is to have fun because if you're not having fun there's no reason to doing that and then the, the next right and the next one is really to leave a legacy so yep. so that that uh i can't tell you how many uh wives have called me up and told me that you know their husbands have passed away and you know, this, you know, I watch this Uh, moment all the time. This is when, you know, Steve was having his best day or something like that with you. And I'm like, yeah, because he was riding in his car. Of course you're having a great day. Well, yeah, right. And that's that's a special, it's an archive for the family too. That is. No, that's cool. That's cool, Lou. As a matter of fact, I think I ended up getting a few emails um, stating, hey, I really liked your Plymouth. That's really cool. We had one growing up or whatever. So, I mean, it is, it is an interactive way for other enthusiasts to certainly reach out so that that uh, that's great i really like that 
Um, here's here's a question for you, Lou. Is there a certain car on your bucket list you are after to do a story on? So you've, you've done one on the Plymouth Valiant Scamp. Is there anything else that you're like? Hey, you well, know, once I, you've I, done a Plymouth Valiant Scamp, there's really <laughs> it narrows it down. I don't right? know if there's anything left on the. <laughs> right. let, all right, hold on. Let me let me let me think. Let me think. Let me, let me meditate for this. Well, actually, there's there's one car that that has evaded me. Okay. Uh, and I'll give you an example. Mm -hmm. um, one car I videoed uh, in August, which didn't evade me, was uh, the Monkey Mobile. And uh, the Monkey, this is the Monkey Mobile, yep. not like a, a, a knockoff or somebody is trying to put one together. The true, hey uh, hey, this, the, I'm a Monkey yeah, Mobile. That's the one. Yeah. So that that one didn't escape me, and and that one was actually a, a couple of months in the making. Meaning, uh, the funny story behind that car is it, it uh, went to Australia, and then it was found in I believe Costa Rica or Puerto Rico, and it was you know painted pink and being used in the, for a hotel hmm. uh, with its top off, and then uh, somebody uh. recognized it and you know restored it and back to what it was. So gotcha. Um, so, so that was a cool car. And the reason yep. why that car is so cool and did so well on the channel, it has over 280,000 views and that was in since August. So that was a real success. Well, sure. Um, the reason why that car was so uh, important is because in the TV show, the monkeys, they really never showed the car. There's a brief two or three second clip of the car and every, you know, I'll call it introduction to the monkeys, the show, the monkeys. Oh, yeah. And then in the show, I think there was only one episode where they, they, they something like monkeys race again or something like that, where they actually showed some footage of the car, but it wasn't like the Batmobile where it was in every episode of their, in, of their show. So right. uh, people wanted to know about the monkey mobile. They'd never seen it up close. They'd never seen anything really, uh, you know, unique about it. And, um, knowing a little bit about my screw around background, uh, I knew the car was coming. It came at seven o'clock to this hotel. I, we pulled it off the trailer and, um, the guy says, well, Lou, we're, you know, we're going to put it in the hotel. I said, no, not yet. He's like, huh? I go, no. I said, uh, we're going to drive it. He goes, huh? I go, yeah, we're going to drive it. He goes, Lou, this doesn't have any registration. I said, then we're not going to drive it far. Yeah, right. <laughs> 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 he, he, and he looks at me and, he, and it's just the look I had on my face. He goes, all right, all right, let's go get in. So um, we drove it down the street. Um, and then I sang badly, you know, <laughs> come, coming down the street. And I, you know, getting the funniest looks from everyone we made. Here comes the monkey mobile. I couldn't say exactly because it's copyright. But so uh, uh, there's a little snippet of the car driving by. And then, uh, but, you know, we drove to this location. We drove it back and I got the chance to write it. And then, you know, you get to see it in action. And then I really detailed it. One quick, interesting note, the person who put it together, some people think it's George Barris. It's actually Dean Jeffries. But oh, when wow. he said, Lou, you want to open the glove box. Mm -hmm. Now, you would never see the inside of the glove box in the monkey mobile in the show. And I go, OK, open it up. So when he opened up the glove box, there was a Dean Jeffries logo or badge inside there that's on the inside of the glove box. I was like, OK, that's oh, wow. pretty cool. That's, oh, that's yeah. going to that's going to that's going to signify this car versus any other. But back to your question. Uh, the one car that eludes me right off the bat is uh, Batmobile number one. Um, mm -hmm. I had met George Barris uh, when he sold it in January of 2000. 
13 at Barrett Jackson. It went to some guy uh, in Arizona. As I understood, the story was he put it in his living room and would look at it every day. Oh, my gosh. Um, Okay. uh, The car sold for $4.2 million. And I remind people all the time, it really sold for $4.6 million because there's a 10% buyer's fee on it. Right, right, right. Yep. I don't know about you, but $400,000 in buyer's fee is pretty important to me. (laughs) So that's just the way I calculate, though. Maybe it's my business mindset. But anyway, so uh, apparently, uh, as I understand it, he may not have that car anymore, but it's still in the Arizona land. And I can't seem to find someone who knows where it's at. So um, Batmobile, there there were, as I understand it, there were five actual Batmobiles. And obviously there's a company in in Indiana that makes fiberglass ones. But uh, so I have videoed some Batmobiles. They are not Batmobile number one. Uh, And even Batmobile number one, just for clarity, on the day that George Barris sold it, it didn't look like Batmobile from the from the TV show completely because it had like marker lights on the side of it and things like that which it never had in the show and you know and George would continue to you know tinker with it and play with it and and make it a little bit different and um, it was actually his daughter that saw me slobbering and uh, she said would you like to get a little closer to the car you seem to be (laughs) you seem to be having a problem I'm like yeah actually I would she's like would you like to meet my father I'm like your your George is your father. She's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, sure. Oh, so so cool. I sat with him and he signed my book and, you know, patted me on the head like a small puppy with a pork chop. And I ran away <laughs> oh, with my so tail. Cool. Yeah, there I ran go. away with my tail wagon. I was all excited. But, uh, yeah, so that's one. Um, boy, other cars. Um, I'm looking for a LaFerrari. That's kind of, I think, a fun car. I haven't mm-hmm. been. I've seen one, but I haven't been in one. Um, you know, something like a, you know, you know, there's other supercars out there, right? A Ferrari 250 GTO or those elusive cars that nobody gets the chance to sit on or breathe on or, you know, get within uh, a museum distance from. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, pausing for a second, as much as those are on the list, uh, get ready for the next one. I'm going to say after I've mentioned those, it could be a Chevy Monza Spider. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember those. And I, yeah. I say that to say you know, try to find a Chevy Monza spider yeah, and, yeah. you know, you know, it, it's just so, uh, you know, I, I videoed, for example, one guy had a, uh, 73 Vega with 5,300 miles on it. Mm-hmm. You know, those kind of cars just, you almost kind of fall into them. You know, you're not expecting to find them. So it could be something as simple as that, that, somebody's had in, in season uh so it doesn't have to be high-end you know pie in the sky car it could right. be something very uh common you know almost um anything with a hemi engine and it pretty much catches my attention um you know so there's there's a lot of there's a lot of favorites there's a, or as my wife says she says when's this project gonna end i said they keep making cars so it's never gonna end yeah right <laughs> You just got the slow clap, standing up round of applause. Perfect answer. Yeah, no, it's not going to end. It's not going to end. We're not, we don't see, it's not like Seinfeld where I'm doing nine nine seasons and that's it. So, yeah, no, I got you. Well, we're going to take a quick moment and ask our listeners to please check out our sponsor, GD Herring. GD Herring provides options for on insuring not only your classic car, but for all of your collectibles. Please check them out at gdherring.com. And Lou, I wanted to ask, uh, how do you reach out to people to come on your channel? Or are they coming to you? Well, you know, that's one of the nice things about having people watch the channel is they know what to expect. 
Mm-hmm. So uh, there are car shows that I go to. And when I go to a car show, I like it to feel like Christmas, meaning I don't know what's going to be there. So I get a real, some people say like, Lou, are you really that enthusiastic about every car you video? And the answer is yes, because that's actually like what you see is who I am. Mm-hmm. Or as I like to say, the, the best Lou is the guy when there's cars around me. So, um, you know, to me, it's like a car show is like Christmas. You know, you open up the package, you get there and you don't know what you're going to see. Right. You don't know what you're going to find. And that makes it special that you're opening a present every time you go to a car show. Um, but there are people who will contact me and say, Lou, I've got this low mileage X, Y, Z car. You know, are you interested in that? And, um, the two factors that I look for is number one, it's gotta be a wow. Like, wow, that car is just amazing. Or B, it's got to be, and I'll use the scamp as the example of B, it's got to be a what? Like, right. what's what a is, scamp, right? you've got a scamp? <laughs> you know, like, what's a scamp? You know, you can't talk to my 16-year-old and go, hey, I just videoed a valiant scamp. And he's going to go, uh, what? You know, he's going to do that. <laughs> right. You know, he's not going to know what a valiant scamp is. But when you see it, and especially my audience tends to be, uh, 67% of my audience is 45 and older. You know, when they see a Valiant scamp, you know, they're, they fall over. They're like, oh, my God, Lou, where'd you find this at? You know, in this kind of condition, this is unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. And there is something to that. I think we all recognize that that automotive intuition, that you that feeling you get when you just look, turn around a corner, you see a car, and you get that, oh, that's nice. And you look at another one, oh, that's really pretty. And you get that one, you're like, oh, oh, mama. <laughs> it's like, oh, i got to look at this thing for a while and. I hope they don't mind my drool. This is fascinating. So I, I, yeah, I, there's just something about that that just kind of gets you, that that mm, just grabs your attention. You know, and, and I want to add something to that. Let me add one other thing that I don't see besides the present. Let's call it at the car show that I look at. It's a little like playing duck duck goose, right? I'm like, no, no, no. Yes, that's the one. There's the goose. That's the one I want to video. Um, but on top of that is sometimes the stories that go along with it right. are yep. more yep. amazing than the car. And I never expect those, you know, common stories mm-hmm. are, you know, yeah, I dated in this car and yeah, I had this car in high school and my dad had a car like that. Those are more of the normal stories, but then every now and then there's, you know, stories that you don't see coming that, uh, you know, blow your mind. I'll give you one as an example. So, one of my clients from a different business calls me up and I didn't even know he knew I videoed cars. And he says, Lou, um, I think I got a car story for you. <laughs> I'm thinking, you know, what, what can this guy bring to I go, okay. I said, Steve, what do you, what do you got? He says, well, well, I've got a, you know, I've got a 65 Malibu and, uh, it was, uh, this car has been completely restored and it's been taken off its frame and uh, the guy did the electric and the guy and I'm thinking to myself, OK, so it's a restored car. It's a 65 Malibu. And I'm trying to be polite at this point. Right. Mm-hmm. I said, OK, I said, I'll tell you what, why don't you send me a picture and I'll take a look at this guy? He says, well, Lou, that's not the story. I go, OK, what's the story? He goes, well, the guy who put it all together and put the car together is blind. Oh, oh, wow. Wow. I, okay. said, I said, right. I said, I said, like can't see very well or needs a dog he goes needs a dog uh, i said okay okay all right this this story i want to see uh-huh. so 
I get to the guy's house and the story gets more interesting. If it can't get more interesting than what I've already mentioned already. When people say, what's your favorite story? This is my favorite story because it's super inspirational. Mm -hmm. By the way, if you go to my car story with Lou on YouTube, my car story, I'm punching the word blind, B-L-I-N-D. You can see this story. Gotcha. Okay. But what you won't see on the story is he introduces me to his family when I get there. So these three teenagers come out. And I've never been in a position where I felt like adopting three children at one time until I met these three kids. I was like, okay, you guys just get in the back of my car. I'm taking you all home. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry that your blind dad is not going to have you anymore, but you're coming home with me. You guys are just the greatest kids of all time. And I felt bad for him because he didn't, you know, he can't see, but I'm going to have to take his kids because they're just that great. <laughs> so um, his wife walks up to me. His wife walks up to me. And uh, she comes up and she gives me one of those what I call Italian handshakes, one of those double handshakes and looks you in the eye, you know, and really happy that you're there, you know, makes you feel all warm and fuzzy. Mm -hmm. And uh, she's like, Lou, so nice to meet you. And, and I'm so glad you're here for Mike. And, you know, I'm excited that you're here. I'm like, well, you know, it's my pleasure. And, you know, you get great kids and, and uh, what a wonderful family. And all right, I'm going to take Mike and we're going to go video the car. So I grab Mike by the arm and he has his stick in his hand, you know, with the red thing on the end of it is white, white pole. And we're walking out and he looks and he's, he's talking with me. He's not looking at me, but he's talking with me. He says, you know, he says, uh, you know, my wife's blind, too. Oh, wow. Stop. OK. And huh. I'm, I'm looking at him. I said, what? He goes, yeah, my wife's blind, too. I go, the woman who was just looking at me in the eye, double handed, shaking my hand was blind, too. Yeah, she was in Asia, you know, a, a war and a, a military guy brought her back and we met at Willow Creek. And then he says to me, starts jacking with me, he goes, I'll do anything for a good looking girl. <laughs> nice. I said, look, Mike. I said, all right, okay. You want to play this game? All right. You want to jack me around the whole time? I said, okay. All right. I'm playing now. I said, number one, she is good looking, but that's because I'm telling you, okay, not that you know this. All right. Let's be honest here. But then he'd still jack with me. He did a couple things in the video that that you wouldn't know. One of them, he says, yeah, Lou. And we're in the sun. The car's in the sun. And he says, Lou, like the metal flake paint. Now I'm looking at the car. <laughs> And I, and I had to, like, get down really close. to. I'm like, holy crap, there is a metal flake in that paint. I never would have known that. Oh, my gosh. His last one that he got me on is uh, his son drives the car out. He doesn't drive the car, obviously. And we pulled it out of the garage. And the garage is on an incline, the, the, the driveway. So I said to his son, I said, shut the garage door. Nobody wants to see inside your garage door. Shut the garage door and we'll video the car. Well, it is, you know, he puts the clutch in and the car starts rolling back. And I'm like, all right. And, and, he, and he hits the brakes real quick. And he, and he looks over at me and smiles. I'm like, you son. I'm like, <laughs> right. He had <laughs> you know, to go in there for a second. He had me going the whole time. <laughs> all right. Yeah, the whole time. So my car story with Lou Blind, or maybe you want to put that link in the uh, podcast or something. Check that out. No, absolutely. They can, they can check that out. No, that's so, great. That is a great. That is yeah, an inspirational that's, story that's for story, sure. That's story number one. Everything else is a little bit second place to that one. Gotcha. Gotcha. No, that's really cool. How about that? Um, how many other celebrities have you been able to capture on your channel? Uh, you know, that's interesting you say that. Um, at 100,000 subscribers, um, you're trying to sometimes think of different ways you can catch people's attention. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, the cars are, are the biggest piece in the selection of the cars. But uh, one of my goals is to do just that, is to try to find um, some celebrities who would be happy to share their cars. So whether it's someone like Jay Leno or 
you know, Tim Allen or mm-hmm. uh, Jeff Dunham or, or you know, there, or Floyd Mayweather, the boxer. I mean, anybody who uh, collects cars, uh, you know, popularly yeah. and happens to be a um, could be a sports person, could be a TV personality. Uh, that would be fun. I mean, I'm not going out of my way. I'm not going to move to Los Angeles and try to, you know, sit oh, in front sure. of people's houses. Right. But um you know that that's that's something that's that's on the list. It's not it's not super high on the priority list, but it but I'm thinking you know how can I connect to those people and uh, video their cars because you know you you video the car with me and and I you know, use use the example. I mean it's just fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, absolutely it is. Now with all the cor- all the stories that you've heard and the cars that you've previewed and reviewed already, is there a feature of a car that you've learned about that you didn't know exist? that you would have only found out from the owner? Oh, there's a lot of cars that have pieces that um, I didn't know. I mean, probably one of the, um, I, I, one of the things I don't do is I don't ask people, I, I, I don't ask people the prices. Right. You know, that has no interest to me whatsoever. Like, you know, this is a multi-million dollar car or something like that. Um, but one of the cars that um, is up there, uh, is a uh, Jaguar D-Type that turned out to be a factory team car, which means that it actually ran in the race in Le Mans. Mm-hmm. And oh. Sterling Moss drove the thing to a record 177 miles an hour, the actual car that I'm sitting in. In other words, this museum piece that we're riding around in Arizona in is the car. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, gotcha. Yeah, so, so as he's telling me more about it and we're driving it, you know, I mean uh, – you know, those kind of things are, you know, just, you know, unbelievable that you're driving in these pieces of history, uh, so to speak. And I mean, and then there's other cars that they're, they might be a president's car, um, you know, formally or, or something that you didn't know about it, or, you know, it's this whiskey baron's car in Canada or something like that. I mean, all of those stories that, that you just don't know about. And, and mm-hmm. that's, I think that's really for the people who are the fans of the channel, they, they enjoy that bit of it too. And I think the more people watch the channel, they kind of know what to expect. And I'll use this as an example. So the last car I videoed was a Dodge Coronet, mm-hmm. 1970 Dodge Coronet RT convertible. And here's something that, that how many, how many word, how many times does the word Coronet show up on that car guys? Uh, like if you're in the it... interior, if you're under the hood, if you're on the, the, the door trim, etc. I I would say, and this is a, I'm quite, quite wide off. I would think twice. Okay. Um, and I'm word. thinking on the rear, the rear two rear quarter panels mm-hmm. by the by the tail lights. And I'm thinking, oh gosh, okay. I'm thinking three times. I'm gonna say two on the front fenders, okay, on each one, and then I'm gonna say the word cornet probably on the glove box. Yeah, the answer is zero. Okay. Oh, no, wow. no coronet. Gotcha. No coronet. So I say that to say it's on the title, but huh. not on the car. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. So nowhere on the car does it say Dodge Coronet on it. And it huh. only says, yeah. So I say that to say this was the last video I did that someone's teaching me something yeah, right, brand new every single time right. that, you know, you're just assuming, especially in today's times that you're going to badge the car and brand the car. So people know whose it is and what it is and, 
you know, show it off to let us know that we're pretty proud of it. I mean, uh, uh, you know, the, the scamp had the word scamp and valiant several times on it. And, you know, a Dodge demons got logos on the side quarters and inside the car on the, on the wheels themselves on the actual tires. It's got demon logos, et cetera. So, um, you know, I did a Dodge demon and one of the episodes I did, it was a TikTok episode as was uh, how many times is the is the word demon or an emblem of a demon shown on a Dodge demon? So I'll ask you guys how many times did it show up? Uh, and by uh, the way, this is a tw- this is a 2018 demon. A 2018 demon. How many times? Yeah. So not a, not a not a 77 not a 71. 72. Right. This is the current one. Um. Oh, yes, sir, Eric. Go ahead. Uh, I, I just raised my hand like I'm being polite. And, because in a podcast, you can see me raising my hand, which is ridiculous. It's visual, and we're doing an audio show. Um, I would say it doesn't have it written, but it just has a little demon emblem. Well, okay, so even if it has a demon demon emblem or the word demon, which, by the way, it does have on the glove box, okay. how many times do you think it says that? Oh, wow. Uh, okay, I'm going to say one. What do you think? Present. <laughs> I just took my con- my congressional uh, vote right there. I would, let's see, one, two. With an emblems count? Uh, yes. One, two, three. Dodge. You know they had to put something on the, they put a cobra on the cobra, and they put a little logo on the center of the steering wheel. Mm-hmm. So I'll say there's a third emblem there. One on the hood, maybe four, nine, and that's if you're counting the the wheels once. Oh, and wow. you have four wheels. Oh, okay. so I got gotcha. you. Interesting. Know, so, All right, right. So I say that to say, you know, this is the, I guess one of the other things that makes my channel a little unique. Like for example, if I guess I'm, let's just take Jay Leno, right, the king of the car videos, and and you could say there's other people like Doug Demure or something like that, but that's the thing that makes my channel a little bit more different as i go through that that intricacies of the car you heard me mm-hmm. talking about the glove box of the monkey mobile and, right you know, I, I do these vehicle tags and things like that where jay leno doesn't doesn't do those things which is fine we're, i'm not competing with jay i mean jay's the king so um and so are the other guys that i mentioned but um it's just that's the beauty of you and your channel is you can make it the way you want it you know i mm-hmm. guess one other thing is i'm thinking about how did i start one of the things I'm thinking about is I wanted to make it something that if it was a car show, what would I want to see? Well, I'd want to see the car with the hood up. Well, I'd want to see the car with the hood down. Well, I'd want to see inside the trunk. Well, I'd want to see if this guy has any brochures. Well, I'd want to see this car start. Well, I'd like to see this car arrive. Well, I'd like to see this car, you know, the interior. Mm-hmm. So I, as I continued to think of what I wanted to see, the videos got longer. Some of my original videos were about two and a half to three and a half minutes. Cause I was basically nervous that I, you know, pull a radio knob off. And now <laughs> it's kind of the opposite. I'm almost too comfortable in the car. They're like, Lou, you have to go. Okay. We're done. Now. <laughs> you know, it's time for you to go home. It's you know that your wife's got that home shopping network channel on. You're going to have to be tortured by that for a while. now. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they're, they're looking at rental properties on the beach. <laughs> yeah. Um, so now talking about your favorite question, uh, questions asked on about your car story. Let's talk about your car story for a second. What, what classic car do you have or want for yourself? Um, well, 
Well, first of all, what do I have? I have a Dodge Viper, and you see it at the end of the videos, um, for, or at least. And pausing for a second, I should phrase, the channel really improved when my son started editing, right? Mm -hmm. I literally, the early videos were a one-take video that was, you know, if we blew it, we'd do it again. And um, so, they, so the, the channel really... I think the videos got a lot better when my, when he started videoing because I could just do more things with it, like drive-bys and rides and stop the camera and turn the car around and things like that. So, um, but I say that to say at the end of the videos, what they call an YouTube calls an end screen, where they show you know subscribe here and here's another video you might be interested in. You ha you can put this video in there. So my car kind of drives off into a cornfield, the Viper, you know, and it's got a unique plate. My plate says "I'll see ya." So I figured that was a great time to put that in there where, you know, it's kind of like, I'll see you. And I'm driving off into the cornfields, awesome. you know, very, very Americana. Right. Uh, my wife has a Jaguar XKR 2010 Jaguar XKR convertible. And the confession is that it's about five horsepower faster than my car. And uh, it'll actually beat my Viper uh, in a straight out race, which oh, is, wow. uh, yeah, people don't expect that. I didn't expect that. And uh, I did a little research on it. And uh, sure enough, you know, it was right. And there's times where it's a convertible. So she has a blonde ponytail. Mm -hmm. And when she's on the highway, it actually like waves goodbye to me. And it's very, <laughs> very frustrating. That's great. Yeah. You know, there's no question when the two of our cars are sitting at a car show whose car they pay attention to. But uh, all your masculinity goes out the window when she steps on it. And, uh, <laughs> Uh, I, w I will say that uh, uh, Jaguar, to their credit, has one of the best growls in their V8. Yeah, they uh, do, right. Mm -hmm. It's a real good sound, that's for sure. So she feels like a Bond girl, you know, and driving away on that, yeah. Oh, wow. But back to your question, classics. You know, I'd love, uh, I like the, I like the uh, there's two, basically I like the muscle cars and I like the cars from the fifties. Mm -hmm. uh, there are a lot of sixties cars I like too. So to answer your question, uh, and I've driven a lot of cars, but I think like, a, one of the cars that makes me feel the best when I drive it is a 57 Thunderbird. Mm -hmm. That's, okay. that just, yeah. that just feels good because people, most people can recognize it. And even if they've never recognized it, it's just so classy that they like it. Um, I'm a huge fan of, you know, I call it the greatest fifties design ever, which is a 57 Chevy Bel Air. Uh, that, yeah. I, li I like yep. that look, yep. um, you know, it just feels kind of beefy and manly in my opinion. Um, it would be a two door, you know, it doesn't have to be a convertible. Um, the T-Bird would have to be a convertible. Um, I love a 69 GTO judge. I think that would be on my bucket list. That's a beefy um, meaty car. Ooh. Yep. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, the other GTOs I like as well. I like a '67. I like a uh, a '66. Um, and I can qualify this a little further because this is kind of like asking yeah, which ahead. one's your favorite yeah. child. And type, you're like, oh, I like them up. all. Type, type me up. So, and when we talk about classics, since you can you could put a historic tag on a Toyota MR2 now, so we can go through uh, through the <laughs> '80s here as far as a classic car. So yeah, you, well, the door. I mean, the doors are wide open. Automotive pun yeah. intended. I mean, I, I, let me take some. Let me take some. Let me take some. Some names. I yeah. mean, I think almost every every Viper looks good. I don't care what year yes. it is. So every Viper looks good. Uh, believe it or not, I think every year Corvette looks good. I don't mm -hmm. think even some car. You know, so, well, uh, 80s aren't that popular. No, I think they look pretty good. So, 
the Mako Shark might not be as one of my favorites as this. I like the C2 better than the C3. So mm-hmm. I do like the C2 body style, which would be uh, 63 through uh, 67. I think that's a classic. Right. I'd probably prefer a coupe rather than a convertible on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I actually really like the C8 Corvette. I know some people think that that's uh, – not their favorite Corvette, but I think that that's pretty cool. We love uh, that Corvette. You know, I, so, I mean, any Trans Am, I think the Trans Ams, I don't think there was a bad one of those. Um, you know, my problem is it's which ones don't I like. And that's why there's, that's why, the, Eric, that's why there's 1,700 different cars on the channel. You know what I that's mean? Right. Uh, you know, one of the fun stories going back to the Scamp was, and I knew this line was coming up. I like to play with play with the guests and, and i and i knew that this had a slant six so i knew i was going to say you know jason step on it yeah. and so he stepped on it and i go so no go ahead jason step on it <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, you know you get that Anytime, look on his face like okay lou that was a good one yeah it's funny step on it okay <laughs> yeah thanks lou i got that that was a good one yeah. no no step on it yeah all right well, just on. like you so, said lou i mean you got to have fun with these things right otherwise yeah, it's not worth gotta, doing that's right no, yeah I get it. you gotta you absolutely gotta have fun with it so okay real quick so back to the guy who did the last one he he saw the channel he knew what he wanted and he had that coronet with the rt well the short story is his his whole question um and, and by the way the one thing especially most of my episodes are with guys there are some women who i have on the channel and they're fantastic i, I love having the women on the channel because they usually speak a little differently about their cars than the guys will they you know guys tend to be a little more technical and the girls tend to be a little more passionate mm-hmm. but um uh, this guy, all he wanted to know was how many burnouts did we want to do? Luke, can we do a burnout now? Can we do a burnout now? Luke, can I do a burnout now? Can you get behind my car and do a burnout? You know, how about now? Can we do a burnout now? And, and I say that to say some guys, you know, would never do a burnout in their car. You know, it's going to possibly hurt my tires. And this guy was just like, I want to melt these bias flies. So, um, you know, it's just, uh, and that's because he watched the channel. He's, he liked the ones where we did the burnouts. So he wanted to do a burnout and he wanted to show us how to do a burnout, if you will. And, um, you know, just different things. Um, one of, one of my episodes in the last year too, was there was, uh, I was at a car show going back to the stories and there was a, uh, a young man who was driving a Jaguar. I think it was, I'm going to take a look at it real quick online. Just, it was either a 74 E type. Um, yeah. It was a 74 Jaguar E-Type, and uh, which is uh, – this one in particular was a stick, so a V12 stick, and he was 16. Oh, wow. <sighs> and I thought – so I titled it. I put 16-year-old drives a 1974 Jaguar E-Type V12 four-speed. I said, what? What? All right. right. Cool. Oh, that's really <laughs> and cool. I, so I put what, and then I put cool. So, uh, <laughs> you know, he's driving me around the hills. You know, being a 16-year-old driving an E-Type. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how cool is that? You know, how did, how did this happen? So he's telling me about how his dad would take him to nice car shows and teach him the finer things about cars. And, you know, I'm thinking to myself, you know, I was a lot older than 16 before I got in the Jaguar, <laughs> you know. And uh, but before I got a chance to ride in a Jaguar like this. So, uh, but, you know, that's that's the fun of it. And that was the great part. I, I love when, you know, young people get opportunities like that and can share them because it, it transcends age. It transcends gender. It transcends 
everything right. ra- whatever race age sex whatever i mean it's yeah. all you know we're all just car people and yep. um we all have a you know we have a problem and i don't want the cure <laughs> yeah, that's well, right hey that's a great way of putting it that's for sure um well you know here we are at uh minute uh 47 we've got two more questions for you lou you ready ready all right so how long do you want to continue doing my car story with lou I, I have no end date. Um, ah, gotcha. Well, that's good to hear. Question, that's next really, question. Yeah, okay, gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, by the way, that question, Donna, my wife, I thank you for bringing that question to the table and asking the guys to see when I'm going to stop. <laughs> when they stop making cars. Come well, on. That's yeah. right. There you go. All right. Now, we've talked about some really cool rides tonight, and now I've got to ask you my the question I've asked every guest uh, even a guest that I thought was going to hang up on us because it was the action was like, really? That's, you want to know that? And I was like, yeah. He's like, all right, let me tell you. What car did you take your driver's test in? A 65 um, Chevrolet. Very cool. Was it 65 a- Chevrolet uh, uh, Bel Air. Bel Air. Okay. Awesome. Nice. So, the the well, that was a long car back then, too. So, parallel parking would have been a challenge, right? Well, it was it, my dad bought the car new, and then I mm-hmm. drove it to the driver's thing, and um, I destroyed it probably within four months after oh. that when I went over when I went over a railroad crossing doing a Deuce of Hazard. Oh gosh! <laughs> and, and, okay. and I right. and I and I blew out the transmission bolts holding it. So when I opened up the hood, literally the fan was looking like a helicopter. Oh gee. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was that's what happens when you when you let those sixteen year olds drive. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> True story. Yeah, Mike. I took the took the oh, bolts right out of it going oh, over geez. the railroad tracks. Oh, yeah, my it works in the it works in the movies. <laughs> right, <It's> so, <laughs> they, and they only use one car and they never scratch it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, a, a little side note there, Mike. You talk about the sixteen year olds that have the uh, just the uh, audacious car. My cousin's father had, when he was a teenager, an XJ, XK6. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was, uh, as my uncles that were his age said, it's disgusting. How dare you drive that profanity around here? And, can, <laughs> and how soon can I get in and drive it too? <laughs> hey, it's my turn yeah, now. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Uh, Lou, closing remarks here, buddy. Uh, any sure. shout outs to anybody? Your son, I know for one. Uh, okay. Joey, my editor. Um, I, I you know, he's, he's, he, I, I say this all the time. He's a better man than I am, but the bar's not set very high. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, but he is actually a great, he's got straight A's and he's a great, great example to, you know, the, the best part is when he's vi- editing a video and I see him smile, oh, you know, when great. he sees what I'm doing and yep. then all of a sudden I get him to smile. That kind of is the litmus test for me. Yep. Uh, shout out to my wife, Donna, who actually does all of my travel schedule. That's awesome. A lot of t- literally a lot of times I have no idea where I'm going. And she's like, you take this to the airport, you step up to the United thing, you put in these numbers, <laughs> they'll tell you where to go. I go, okay. All right, good. And then, um, 
she does all the rental cars and all that. She also does a, a monthly email. And if people want to get on that monthly email, they go to mycarstorywithlou.com, yep. which is a website. And then there's a little button over there to say, put you in your first name and last name, a cell phone number and your email. And I can, I'll send you back a reply. Hey, do you really want this? And then you just reply. Yes, you do. And then you'll get the free monthly email. Yep. Yep. Uh, she does, she does that. Um, uh, I mean, you know, she, she cooks for me, but the biggest thing is she tolerates me. Yeah, um, right. You know, I come home with these stupid stories and she's like, uh-huh. Okay. All right. <laughs> that's when she needs to get in her Jaguar and, and take yeah, off, right? well, no, that's when she turns on home shopping network channel and then you <laughs> right. know, shuts me up. I'm like, okay, you don't want to hear it anymore. There you go. That's right. Yeah. It's a blessing. Oh, to look, it's house hunters Inter- oh look, it's house hunters international. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. I think the three of us can, uh, can honestly say it's a blessing to have married up. Uh, with that's wives right. that tolerate our hobbies, hobbies. yeah, that's right. For, well, for some of us frustrations, me, but most everybody has a good hobby out of it. <laughs> yeah, you know the funny the funny part to that was when I first started, you know, YouTube. I mean, your first year, you know, you have to have some patience because your first year you make nothing, and your second year you make nineteen hundred and twenty six dollars a year. Mm-hmm. So when you're doing that, it was funny because at about year five. You know, she had this conversion from when it was like, why are you videoing all these stupid cars to you better get out there and start videoing more cars. <laughs> nice. There you go. That's right. That's right. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Well, yeah. We're, we are extremely happy for you with your 101,000 subscribers there. Lou. Thank that you. It's just fantastic. And uh, it's certainly always fun to, to watch your videos. Um, you know, the monkey mobile, I, I remember that when, uh, you know, you were probably one of the very few that's ever been able to ride in it. Uh, that, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, not I many mean, people yeah, get that. Yeah, right. Exactly. So there's a lot to be said for that and we'll certainly uh, continue uh, watching and, and subscribing. And so we certainly uh, appreciate well, that. Well, there's few people, there's few people who drive in a valiant scamp either. By yeah, the way. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. I just need to learn to step on a little bit harder next time. I think. <laughs> all right. So, <laughs> oh, well, that's all right. But um, uh, lastly, Lou, how can our listening audience find you on YouTube? just uh, my car story with lou is that you know it's it's been so long that i've been out there that if you go to google and punch in my car story with lou it should take you to the youtube channel but if you go to youtube uh the thing i would suggest is number one subscribe number two if you hit the bell uh there's a little bell when you subscribe if you hit that you'll get every video that uploads and then watch the commercials because that's how i get paid so got you okay uh you know most most people who are 45 and up maybe don't know that so you have to kind of educate your audience a little bit gotcha but uh um you know and and uh you know if you see me out at a car show say hello and then i might grab you and say let's go see some cars together yeah, absolutely so, yeah. uh, that'd be great and Thank you so much uh, for your time here tonight, Lou. It's been a great, great conversation, obviously. Very much appreciated. Thank yep. you so much. Yep. And for our listeners of the podcast, like us on Facebook and Instagram. Subscribe so you are notified of our new shows, and please leave us a review. Uh, remember to check out our website, www.theclassiccarcorner.com. If you or someone you know would like to join in our podcast, please reach out to us as we are always delighted to talk with fellow enthusiasts. Thanks for listening. And until next time, happy motoring from your friends here at the Classic Car Corner Podcast.